To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Musketeers to Geek Salad, episode 49, Walt Disney Presents the Country Bear Jamboree of Doom. I'm Andy. And I'm Mike. And we are recording right from the Magic Kingdom's prison cell, the one with the picture of Mickey Mouse crying. Let me out! Because we are talking today about the best and the worst Uh, of the Disney theme park rides. Now... I have a little bit more experience than Andy does because I've been there much more recently. Yeah, exactly. The last time I went, uh, Bill Clinton had just been inaugurated president for the first time. Wow. I was not old enough to drink. <laughs> okay. Didn't stop me, but wasn't old enough to. Let's just uh, put it so, that way. So you beelined it into Epcot, didn't you? Oh, God. I wish. I wish they didn't card. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So anyway, today we are talking about the best of the worst of um, the Disney theme park rides. Um, Apologies to all of our international listeners. We are only talking American Disney. Mm -hmm. So um, Disney World, a.k.a. the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, MGM... Uh, African Safari. Uh, it's no longer MGM. Oh, that's right. Disney's is, Hollywood Studios. Disney's Hollywood Studios. Sorry, because MGM doesn't exist anymore. And Disney's Animal Kingdom. And uh, thank you. You're See, welcome. you have been there early, yes. sooner than I have. Um, and also, we're going to talk about Disneyland. So we won't be talking about Euro Disney, Tokyo Disney, Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land. Of course. Yeah. Hello, Itchy and Scratchy Land, open for business. Who are you to resist it, huh? Come on, my last paycheck bounced. My children need wine. J'étais pas photocon. So before we get started, let's actually uh, start off with our faithful listener, Chris, and his segment, Chris's Cultural Corner. KKK, that's not good. Hey, Andy and Mike. Ah, Disney World. I first went to Disney World back in 1982 when Epcot was three months from officially opening. So at the time, it was just one park, the Magic Kingdom. Of course, being Florida in the middle of August, it was hot as hell and it rained almost every day. Fast forward 26 years to early December 2008, me and Gina's honeymoon. Weather is great, we have a park hopper pass, and we are staying at the Polynesian Resort Hotel, and it was the best time ever. Here is a list of my favorite and least favorite rides in Disney World, also, since Gina is a Disney expert, I will list her faves and least faves as well. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, getting the, uh, the whole family going here. Nice. Pretty soon, uh, their daughter Angelina will also be putting in on this. And when their son Santino is born, I'm sure he will have a best and worst list. <laughs> 
Chris, you got to raise these kids as cynics. I swear to God, it'll be the best thing you ever do. <laughs> All right. So Chris's favorite rides, the Tower of Te- Terror at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, Star Tours, Muppet Vision 3D, also at Disney Hollywood Studios, Kilimanjaro Safaris in the Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. Test Track at Epcot, the Hall of Presidents, Magic Kingdom, that Coke display that they have at Epcot. Not really a ride, but I love sampling the sodas that they have throughout the world, especially the watermelon soda. I concur. It's God, very good. That sounds really good. It is really good. And on really my vacation, good. I was actually kind of deprived of a uh, watermelon lemonade. Ooh. Yeah, I, I stepped out to take Scarlet to the bathroom, and I come back, and there's a beer sitting there. I mean, how dare my stepfather order me a beer? I wanted lemonade. Yeah. I thanked him, of course, but of course. still, come on. <laughs> Actually, no, I was really happy for the beer as well. It was a long... <laughs> Going on a vacation with a three-year-old yeah. is a long week. Not yeah. much of a vaca- Not much of a restful vacation, no. I will say. One thing I gotta say, though, about those Cokes, yep. you gotta be careful, because not all of them are watermelon-flavored. Some really? of them are... Very vile. Like like what? Um, oh, oh, it's been a while. It's been too long since I've had them since last time I went there. They weren't functioning. Oh. But I want to say there's one that's like papaya or something like that. It's actually not that great. Yeah, I mean, papaya is a weird... I mean, you know, me just trying to, you know, amass my amateur culinary expertise here. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like it would go well with a caramel flavored cola. Yeah. The, the ones from uh, South America, generally not that good. Yeah. 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 Mm, that's that's too bad. Yeah. Have you ever actually had chocolate Coke or chocolate soda? I have not, no. It is disgusting. I would imagine so. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's continue. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on to Gina's favorite rides. Uh, she also enjoys Star Tours, the Muppet Vision 3D, mm-hmm. the Great Hollywood Movie Ride, mm-hmm. which is also at Disney Hollywood Studios, the Carousel of Progress. She knows that carousel song they sing by heart. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow is just a dream away Man has a dream that's the start. He follows his dream with mind and heart. And when it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. The, now, have they updated that to not sound like a 1950s uh, C-list movie? Vaguely. Okay. They add some... To the to the last one, the last Carousel of Progress right. st- station, they do add some, like, a... Some, 3D um, television and glasses and video games. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But everything else is pretty much the okay, same. Okay, so in other words, like the 1980 segment, they're still wearing like the, the high collar, like the starched high collars. And, oh, yes. Oh, let us go in our flying car. Yeah, pretty much. Just make sure you wear your suit. The Morlocks are out. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Chris's least favorite ride, the first one is obvious. It's a small world. Of course. Yeah, we'll be getting into great... Yep. Great detail on that. The Tiki Room at Magic Kingdom. Space Mountain. Space Mountain, really? Space oh. Mountain is on your least favorite ride list? Wait, wait. So let me get this straight. The Tower of Terror is on your most favorite ride, but Space Mountain is on your least? Yeah, well, here's his explanation, okay? Mm. Dad tricked me in going on it when I was 10 years old. Scared me half to death. Okay. That's All right, fine. I can understand. Dra- Psychological terror. trauma. I, yeah. I really can't watch Poltergeist anymore. Okay. So, you know, fair enough. All right, fine. Gina's least favorite rides. Big Thunder Mountain. She's not a big roller coaster fan. For that matter, neither am I. Okay. Fair, 
Fair enough. Okay, yeah. so great topic on this episode. Looking forward to episode 50, which uh, we will be showing countless times throughout this ep- this uh, this show. Yes. Um, our top 20 superheroes mm-hmm. of all time. Superhero movies. Superhero movies, that's right. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Uh, please get your lists into us no later than uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, August, what does that make it? August 8th. Okay. Yeah, so you've got till uh, Sunday, August 8th to get those lists to us. Please, any w- means necessary. We'll be reminding you on our Facebook. You can email us at geeksaladatyahoo.com or our personal emails. Feel free. We'd prefer you do it at geeksaladatyahoo. Just makes it everything in one place. Yeah. We will be berating you countless times, so don't worry. Exactly. You You will think that the bomb has dropped. Yes. So, anyway, let's move on to our listener letters. Um... I got my my request out a little late. Doesn't excuse anyone for not doing it, so mm-hmm. thanks a lot. Uh, but Mike, you had tons of stuff, so go yeah. right on ahead and read this. All right. Well, uh, Sean, wow. He really wrote... Uh, well, you can tell he's a newspaper reporter. Yeah, he's... <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean came up with least favorite, Soren. That ride was terrible. The Canadian experience with Martin Short was better at the exact same concept. My brother and I arrived at Epcot Center before it opened, waited in line, and then, and then ran like everyone else towards Soren. There was a stop at one point so that the cast members could greet us. Then we had to run to the actual building. We were finally one of the first people in line. The ride had been hyped up to the extreme. Basically, you strap into a bench and your legs dangle while the screen in front of you plays scenes of Soren through <laughs> and over and through landscapes. Lame. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> With the experience of actually feeling like you're flying. Well, let me tell you, that's a load of hogwash. The scenes on the screen are only like 10 seconds long each, and they're the most generic scenes you could ever imagine. Well, a mountain pass, a forest stream, some village, none of them flow together and just mash, just smash cut from one to the next. And the bench is just jerking you around. It was like watching a narrator-less feature film. <laughs> Whereas the Canadian experience is a full 360-degree set of screens in the circular room, and it has a camera soaring over and through Canadian landscapes so that you can see the full 360 degrees around you at all times. And the soaring lasts longer than 10 seconds. You fly over a city, and you can see landmarks ahead of you, and then alongside of you, and finally behind you as you're flying along. The same concept as soaring, but pulled off 100% better than off the new fancy high-tech ride garbage <laughs> and he said his most favorite is toy story mania at D- mgm studios disney hollywood studios now <laughs> it was a brand new when we went and we stood in line for a long time but it was worth it the ride is basically an insane shooting gallery on wheels you ride along and come up to a screen then you and your partner tug on the cords like of your little cannons and shoot at objects and there are about a million different things to shoot at on the screen then you zoom over to the next screen it was amazing like a ride and a video game combined also, okay. I like It's a Small World. Okay, Sean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he also didn't like Thor, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Next. Next. Marilyn came up with least favorite ride, Stitch's Great Escape. While I do love Stitch, this ride was replaced, has replaced my most favorite ride, Alien Encounter. That ride was awesome. Sarah, who um, actually works at Disney Hollywood Studios... Oh, okay. Yes, she came up with... How can you ask me to pick a favorite... I feel like I'm dissing my job. Oh, well. Least, Ellen's ad- Energy Adventure. Ride's freaking horrible. Favorite, Everest. Though I have a bunch. And then she put, and then she pointed out that 
Oh, and I don't like how they changed it to Small World. You can't annoy people with the music anymore. What? What did they do? I shot back with Sarah. The music will always annoy people. And she came up with, not anymore. They changed it in September. You can't hear the words or anything anymore. Wait a minute. So all, like, the racial stereotype voices are gone? Or like, eee, it's a small world after all. I guess so. Oh, man. Eh. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Um, she Then she says that the uh, Carousel of Progress bugs her more. Yeah. Sarah then came up with, they had to change Alien Encounter because too many parents were complaining that it was too scary for children. But then again, I don't know why they don't get rid of it. Sounds dangerous because that attraction is boring and nobody wants to go on it. Um, PJ came up with least favorite if it's a small world. Most favorite, Carousel of Progress. Oh, man. So it's widely divergent. This is kind of an interesting list because pretty much what what some people's pleasure is is other people's poison. Yep, pretty much. So let's move on to our favorites and our least favorites and all that stuff. Um, I mean, I this is me personally... Through Disney World, I, I like more of the traditional rides. Yeah, kind of the you know I'm moving up and down and circle stuff. I mean, I love Space Mountain. When see, I went, we went three times on Space Mountain. See, I'm not a big coaster fan. Okay. Um, I don't mind Space Mountain because it's not a whole lot of dips. See, I I can't stand dips. Going around in circles, I don't mind. Yep. Which is why I also don't really mind Big Thunder Mountain. They're not my favorites. But yeah, I'll take them. All right. Yeah, I I love Big Thunder Mountain. Um, I mean, I, I love those rides. I do love the Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. It's just such a fun ride. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. Uh, I mean... A big, yeah. uh, um, Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean are two of my most favorite rides of all time. I have always... And a year ago when we talked about just amusement parks in general, I did mention my astonishment of how the optical illusions of making a vast scenery out of a very small room mm. in Pirates of the Caribbean worked really well. Yeah. Dead men tell now I mean, obviously I haven't been there since they did the whole Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow rejigger to the whole thing. Um, how is it standing up? It's standing up pretty good. It's um, good. When you when you have the the pirate ship, you know, shooting at the, the fort. Yep. Um, they actually took out that pirate the captain's voice and put in... Um, Jack's? Oh, no, 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 no. Barbosa's voice. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He's like... Turn over Jack Sparrow. Oh, Jesus. And then, yeah, as you go through the town, you see Jack popping up every now and then. Yeah. He's, like, hiding in a barrel and stealing, uh, peeking a glance at a treasure map that someone's that someone's carrying. Yeah. And then at, at the end, you see him sitting in the, mid- in the middle of all the treasure, singing Yo-Ho with a bottle <laughs> of rum. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, I saw the, uh, the documentary that they had on one of the Pirates DVDs mm-hmm. on it, and... Um, I mean, it looks interesting. I mean, it's. I guess it's probably the least offensive overhaul. Yeah. That's ever happened on a on a classic Disney ride. Mm-hmm. I love the safari. Oh, the, the Jungle the, Cruise. The Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is that is just. It's one of my favorites because usually the guys the guys doing the commentary 
are the best. Yes. They are they are the best at what they do at their job in that park, in my opinion. They, I mean, I do kind of feel sorry for them now after listening to Skipper Dan. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Poor bastards. I'm a tour guide on the Jungle Cruise ride. Skipper Dan is the name. And I'm doing 34 shows every day. Every time it's the same. Look at those hippos, they're wiggling their ears. Just like they've done for the last 50 years. Now I'm laughing at my own jokes, but I'm crying inside. Cause I'm working on the Jungle Cruise ride. And the other ride I really love is the um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, or 200,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Which is gone. Are you shitting me? No. Uh, they actually took it out because they, they, it was constantly breaking down. Yeah. They were constantly running out of, uh, I mean, their line was always huge because they couldn't only fit so many people on it. Yeah. They had so many, only so many submarines. So eventually they took it down, and I guess they've, they've replaced it with a Finding Nemo subride. Oh, for God's sake. Which is pretty much the same thing, only you've got like a... At least out, they've replaced this out in um, uh, Disneyland. Yeah. The Finding Nemo one. I don't know if they've done anything with uh, the, well, the one at, Disney World. The one at Disneyland is, is actually more like the actual Nautilus from the movie. Yeah. Uh, versus just submarine, generic submarine. Yeah, now, now it's a... Big yellow Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. So hmm, that's interesting. I mean, when um, Jim took uh, his his wife and kids to to Disneyland last year or Disney World last year, I mean, the, all the pictures I saw, pretty much all were like, okay, did they just turn this into the Pixar theme park? Because that was all I saw. And I, ended, I mean, my godson uh, Nikki is he loves cars. So there was a lot of, you know, shots of him with Lightning McQueen and a lot of stuff with him and Buzz Lightyear. and Oh, they're actually adding a new land to Disneyland. Yeah. It's a Cars World. Oh, God, why? I don't know. Pixar, you'll never learn. No, no. <laughs> Especially not after Cars 2. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember when I said that that was probably going to be the biggest movie of the summer? Yeah. Oh, man, I was wrong. Yes, Thank you were. God. Thank God. So, um, moving on. Some of the worst rides. Um... Well, obvious. Let's let's get it out. Let's the the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. It's a small world. It's a world of laughter, a world of tears. It's a world of hopes and a world of fears. There's so much that we share that it's time we're aware. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small. Um, wow. yeah, it's... It, I mean, I, I I rode through it last time I went down there. You ha- it, you know the thing is, you have to do it. Yeah. It's like when you, um, when you go to London, you have to eat fish and chips. Mm-hmm. When you uh, go to New York, you have to get a slice of pizza. Yep. Or go see a Broadway show. Um, when you go to Boston, you have to... Eat lo- lobster eat, or chowder. N- chowder. No, that's when you go to Maine. Oh, okay. Eat chowder, which we did, by yeah. the way. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, but when you go to, do, to any of the Disney theme parks, you have to go on It's a Small World. Yeah, I, I rode through it, and I was just shocked, appalled the entire way. I was just, let's come around it, right out and say it. Whoa, now this is good old-fashioned nightmare fuel. 
It is. It really is. I mean, the, the creepy dead-eyed dolls oh, just geez. singing to you. I'm just waiting for them to come alive and start hacking the people with with knives. Ugh. With knives. You know it's coming. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, it's, or, or like that uh, scene in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where, um, you know, the, the, that spark sets all the dolls and they start oh, melting. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, would, I would pay to see that one. Oh, God. Um, what, what else do you think is one of the worst? Well, um, I would say the Tiki Room. Yeah. But they've changed it around a bit. They've actually put made it the Tiki Room under new management. They now, st- what is the new management? Well, they start off with, um, they start off with, you know, like it, like it's normal, you know, the Tiki Room, the Tiki Birds are singing, and then Iago bursts out and busts into a, free, a chorus of A Friend Like Me. And then Zazu shows up and starts berating Iago. Wait a minute. Okay, so Iago sings Friend Like Me. Uh-huh. Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. They got Gilbert Gottfried to do the voice again. <sighs> of course they did. What the hell else is he doing? I don't know. Ugh. So, and then, and wait, so then Zazu comes in. Mm-hmm. Tell me they got Rowan Atkinson. I think so. I, I You know, with, <laughs> with Disney's funding, they probably did. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's a huge pile of money. Well, I guess I can then. Yeah. Uh... Gosh. But yeah, I mean it. You know, I didn't like the. Cl- I didn't really care much care for the classic one. Yeah, I care even less for the remake. <laughs> I mean, the Tiki Room was kind of cool, especially. I mean, if you watch any making of like the Disneyland experience yeah. with the Imagineers, um, I mean, the stuff that they did at the time was groundbreaking. Oh yeah, absolutely groundbreaking. Oh, yeah, I mean, and now it's just unbelievably creepy. <laughs> Yeah, um, it, the jaws clack as, as they open up and close. Ugh. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the Hall of Presidents now. They no, no, they fixed that a lot. What did they do? It everyone looks. Wow! It they really did the did the hell out of the audio animatronics for that one. Okay, it looks amazing. Does the skin look like real skin or? It, it no, you can tell. Still take it. <laughs> tell it's fake, but yeah. they. I mean, their animate the way they move is perfect, spot on. Really, they did a really good job with that one. Oh, that's cool. Um, I mean, it's, I I have very little memories of that. Yeah. You know, one thing I loved um, last time I went to Disney World uh, was just going in like they've got like those old those old school movie theaters. Oh yeah. And watching like Steamboat Willie and all those classic black and white Mickey Mouse cartoons. I don't really know if they have those at World. I know they have a couple of those at Land still. Okay. Huh, that's sad. Yeah. Damn well, you, Pixar. You've taken away the movie-going experience. Only so much room. Yeah, I understand uh, that. I understand that. Um, yeah. Um, someone, let me see. Someone mentioned Stitch's Great Escape. Okay. Extraordinarily boring. Really? Yeah, you sit in a room. Suppose, like the You see Stitch in a tube at the, mini, uh, at the middle of the room. Lights go out. The tube shatters. Then like Stitch breathes on the back of your neck. And then lights come up and you leave. Okay. That's kind of lame. Really lame. That is unbelievably lame. <laughs> yeah. Um, any others that you want to bring up? Because I'm pretty much out of my element at this point. <laughs> we got our title from it. Oh, that's right. The the Country Bear Jamboree. Yes. Oh, em- boy. Embracing inbra- inbred. Yeah, exactly. Hillbillies uh, galore. Yeah. Um. Again, this was something that was really groundbreaking in like the late 60s, mm-hmm. early 70s. Really groundbreaking. Now unbelievably creepy. Oh, especially when the... the- well, the beheaded animals on the wall start talking to you. Yeah. 
Oh, there give is, me a shotgun, you know please. What, no matter where you go, that's creepy. Yeah. Did you, did you ever go to Bugaboo Creek? No. All right, Bugaboo Creek is kind of like a... Uh, uh, a Yukon Steakhouse. It's like it's like a steakhouse out in like the middle of Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. um, and it was like a big chain of them. Okay. And when Autumn and I first started dating, we used to go there a lot because you know the food wasn't too bad, but they right. had um, they had a lot of the animatronic creatures on there. Right. Um, remember the Billy Big Mouth Bass? Yes. They had a more sophisticated version of that oh. in there, um, on there. And, of course, it still looks like it's a dead fish flapping against a, uh, a wooden plank as it's being hung to the wall. Yeah. Um, but they also had that with the, with the moose heads that were like, well, let me tell you about the time before when I was alive. In fact, we went to this restaurant not too long ago uh, that uh, the, the theme was a hunting theme. Uh, the owners were big hunters, so that's what they would do. And Scarlett actually asked me, she pointed at that moose heads and went, where are their bodies? Behind, Behind the, wall. the wall, honey. I don't want to get in this conversation right now. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah no, that is that is creepy. Nightmare yeah. fuel. Whenever whenever you've got one of the scares in Evil Dead 2 as a beheaded wall, a head yeah. on the wall, you know you should not have that in the child's... A children's show. Yeah. And, you know, sadly, none of them actually are in on the joke where, you know, they can at least throw one out to the adults, at least the cool adults, with the, I ain't got nobody, <laughs> and nobody cares for me. <laughs> so, okay. moving on, yes, to, moving on to, to Epcot. Epcot Center. Um, our, full disclosure, 1993, the most boring theme park I had been to at that point. It's still... It still doesn't have all the big, big za yeah. effects, but I enjoy it. it. I just find it interesting, and it's nice to have like this kind of the gentle rides. Yeah, I mean, Epcot seems to me now to be like the uh, the kind of theme park that hipsters like to make seem like it's the greatest theme park in the world, just because it's so hated and obscured. <laughs> I mean, really, out of the list of the the, the four big parks. It really, I mean, that that's your D-list. That's your Lorenzo Lamas of, uh... Well, then, call me Loving um, Renegade, because right. I love Epcot. Okay. In fact, as I made up my list, I could not think of a single ride at Epcot that I absolutely hated. Really? Okay. I mean, there were some that I wouldn't I wouldn't go on. All right. But I don't really hate them. All right. Yeah. Go, go ahead. What's your favorite? My favorite is probably Test Track. I think Chris mentioned that. Yep, you did insanely fun you get on the car and you basically go through the tests that they you know put them through like a bumpy road yeah extreme heat extreme cold uh testing anti-lock brakes with and without (laughs) and then it takes you outside the outside the building you go on this track that's you go 60 miles an hour wow you actually go 60 miles an hour and that's when you get your picture taken (laughs) That's when everyone's flashing their boobs. <laughs> oh, we can no, no, no. It's yeah. Disney. It's Disney. Oh yeah, exactly. They just got like yanked. Like nope. <laughs> um, my favorite ride from Epcot that I can remember was Body Wars, That's because gonna... at the time it was their Star Tours. Yeah. They didn't have Star Tours back then. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, I I know because they have Star Tours now in yeah. the, in, the, in the general area. Mm, it's in uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I mean, I liked it because, I mean, a lot like Star Tours, which we'll get into significantly more detail about yeah. later on, um, it's very it's very immersive, 
And yeah. th- I mean, that's one thing, like, you know, they, they're, um, when Sean was mentioning about Soren, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to me like Soren is very immersive because they keep, she, you don't have enough time to lose yourself to the scenario before they're like, okay, there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. Oh, you're flying now. You're over the mountains. You're on the countryside. You're over an Amish village. Oh, look, there's a building. You see, actually, I have Soren as one of my list of on my list of favorites. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Because I mean, yes, it, I mean, they do real quick sh- shots, but every one of them, it. I mean, the, the actual title of it is Soren over California because okay. each one is over different parts of California. Uh-huh. Over, go over, um, goes over the. Um, San Francisco Bay. All right. Over um, the the grape country. Yep. The wine country, um, and actually, as you go over the orange fields, they actually put some or- orange scent in the air. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 This was not a, not around when I was there. Yeah. So I just remember doing the the walk around the world and listening to the land of my people. <laughs> yeah, walking around the world is really only good if you want to get some good food. And if you want some exercise. Right. We were on an extreme budget. Yeah. I.e. we had no money. Okay. So, um, yeah, we, we didn't really eat a lot then. I, we, we mainly dined at the Denny's that, that was a conjoined to our uh, our comfort inn yeah. that we stayed at in Kissimmee. Which, by the way, just a little travel tip for you. I love Kissimmee. Yeah. I don't know how if it's become a real shithole over the last 50, you know 20 years or so. And it's... The but it's for the budget conscience. I would okay, say. all right. Um, I've never been to one of the actual hotels. Yeah, and me neither. All right. Yeah, usually you stay with a friend, right, a relative. No, that's out in Disneyland. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I would like to do that at some point, yeah. and eventually. And you know. the and the uh, World Showcase is also the only place in the Disney parks where you can drink booze. That's right. That's right. That's why Epcot is awesome. Yes, they got frozen margaritas. Yeah, you know what though? I love margaritas. I do not like frozen margaritas. It's got booze in it. You'll drink. I, it. I understand. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I've never been known to turn down a drink. Hell, I've been known to beg for them before. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let, let's. Oh, actually, there was one thing I want to talk about with uh, Epcot okay. Figment. Yeah. I really thought that that was like one guy that like designed this puppet and just walks around the thing. Nope, nope. That's a beard. Yeah, because they don't hire actual ventriloquists. Uh, it, and honestly, that ride has not changed. Yeah, it's, it's still kind of lame. Yeah, okay. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. Right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. I will. I got. Want to talk about one more ride though? Yep. Real briefly, called Living with the Land. Okay. It's, most people call it boring. It's just a very slow boat ride. Uh, it takes you through, you know, showing you water, uh, what, it, what it looks like, water um, feeding the forest. Yeah. And then the, the plains and growing crops and all that. And then, but then it takes you behind the scenes of where they actual, actually grow a lot of the fruits and vegetables that they use in Epcot Center. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they use like um, new innovative growing techniques. They show a lot of fish that they use. All right, it's a slow ride. It's a very peaceful, calming ride. I enjoyed a lot. It's a good ride to just kind of kick your feet up, relax before you go spend eighty dollars on a hamburger. Exactly, fantastic, fantastic. Now, when you're talking about like those innovative growing techniques, all I can think of is that scene in the black hole (laughs) where um, 
Harry Booth finds the uh, like the greenhouse. Oh yeah, it's like oh, where are the burgers? <laughs> I, I, it's kind of like that. I'm like they actually grow like cucumbers inside these tubes that make them grow in the shape of Disney um, Mickey ears. <laughs> it's cool. Come on. All right, I still get creeped out with pancakes in the shape of Mickey Mouse heads. Oh, you still eat them? Yeah, I would still actually. Yeah. Um, All right, let's move on. Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Okay. I. I, you know, I know of one ride. I'm going to talk about it a little further back when we go to Disneyland. But go ahead. Talk about Hollywood Studios. Okay. Uh, first one I like is The Great Movie Ride. Okay. What is The Great Movie Ride? It's, again, a nice slow ride. Uh, but it takes you through different recreations of different scenes. Like uh, It takes you through a, uh, a Western scene, yep. like an ancient Egyptian scene. I'll, and he even takes you through a scene on the Nostromos from Alien. Okay. And an actual a xenomorph come pops down through the screen, through the from the ceiling. Yeah. Scared my niece half to death. <laughs> but it's cool because like they take you through basically movie history. Yeah. Show you scenes, and there there are parts where like um, like the uh, the tour guide will leave. And then this uh, this guy that's dressed like a like a Western bandit yep. will hop on and hijack the coach, <laughs> and then he tries to steal a cursed ruby and he dies and the host comes back. It's it's kitschy fun, but it's yeah. fun. Okay. Uh, there's Star Tours. Okay. Yes. Um, which I love. Yes. And I know that they made a gigantic overhaul on this this Big year. Big time. Yeah. So it's actually more in tune with the newer movies. Yeah, I guess there are like 32, 34 different routes that you can go on. Yeah, but and that's the kind of the cool thing with Star Tours is that every time you go on, it's a different experience. Right. So I, I guess you go to like one planet and then a different planet and then a different planet. And right. it just throws, mixes it up and it's all in 3D. Yeah. Oh, it's in 3D now. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool because I mean, even at, at, um, when I went, when it first came out... Um, I really, I still found the full immersion, mm-hmm. which was great about it. Yeah, even without the 3D effects. Right. I'm just wondering if they got, um, if they got uh, Pee Wee Herman back. Oh, Paul Rubens. Yeah, I wonder if they got him back to do the uh, voice of the. I'm sure they would pilot have. again. That, that his issues happened a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. um, now, is Captain EO at Hollywood Studios now, or do they? Is that still at Epcot? Um, no, it's still at Epcot. They, it went away for the longest time, but then they brought it back in honor of Michael Jackson's death. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that on Stuck in the 80s, and, um, because the, the show is based out of Tampa, Florida, yeah. they went for the big premiere, and, um, I think it was, uh, Sean Daly was just saying that they, they walked out, and there's this woman just kind of standing there, just like, in awe of something, and they go, they go away, and they come back like twenty minutes later, and she's still there, and she's like, "He's back, Michael's back." <laughs> oh my word! God. Michael Jackson's fans, the worst fans in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Worst thing at Hollywood Studios. Worst things. I- I'm gonna have to give it to Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Okay. Um. My friend took me to go on that one. Yeah. Um. He said. She said. It's not that bad. Hell yes, it is.
I mean, it, did you soil yourself, Mike? Uh, almost. I mean, <laughs> honestly, my knees were shaking so hard. Oh man, the entire time because uh, people. The common misconception is that you know, you go up in the elevator and then it drops you. Yeah, it does not drop you. It pulls you down faster than gravity would. So you actually go zero g. Okay, so essentially the way the mechanism is set up is that it pushes you up and it pulls you down, so it's yes, not a it free does. fall. Oh, really? So the only thing keeping me in my in my seat was the seatbelt. I was rising off of my seat a little bit. Oh my! Yeah, and it each ride it pull it does it um, up and down different amounts of time. So you one time I might be up and down twice or three okay. times. Next time I might be six times. Oh jeez. I remember when they debuted that ride, and ABC at the time, this was like in the late 90s, ABC actually had like a big special uh, about the opening, and it was like tied into like Family Matters and all that crap. I I think they actually made a made-for-TV movie starring uh, Christian Dunst about that one. Did they? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up. All right. Um, Anything else you want to talk about with Hollywood Studios? Um, I know the Muppets are there, yeah, so that's Muppet kind of cool. Yeah, Muppet Vision 3D, very yeah. cool. Uh, and Toy Story Mania, like Sean was uh, talking about. All right. Um, beyond that, they got a couple of good st- stunt shows. Again, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Yep. And Lights Motor Action Extreme Stunt Show, where they do stunts with cars. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Oh, nice. All right, now Disney Animal Kingdom. The only thing I know about this is that on the opening day, they killed an animal. Really? They, like, drove over one because it, it was on the tram track. Oh. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, I mean, Kilimanjaro Safari is actually pretty cool. Okay, what, got... now what exactly is it? Because uh, Kilimanjaro, when I think Kilimanjaro, you know, I think, well, first of all, I think the mountains. Yeah. And I also think, like, that just vast, open desert. It's not, it's more of a, more of a jungle type with open plains. All right. But, I mean, you got lions, you got rhinos, you got elephants, you got giraffes, you got gazelles, and, you know, they got the whole bat, whole... Smash. Okay. How much um how much animatronic uh animals are there? It's all live. These are all, all live right. animals. Alright, so I didn't know if they were trying to do a mix. Oh no, or... these, these are actual live animals they, they you know you're in this kind of open car. Yeah. And you just drive by and check them all out. Oh, okay. Um now let's move let's go uh, across country. Okay. To Anaheim, California. And yes. let's talk about Disneyland. Uh, now the last time we talked about amusement parks, I, I did mention I actually prefer Disneyland over Disney World. Yeah. And part of it is that nostalgia factor. It still feels like I'm going in early 60s. The rides are still a little more on the simple end. I can see that, yeah. You know? Um, it's definitely the forgotten child of the Disney theme it parks, is, though. It is. I, you know, I, I've been to that one a lot more than I've been to Disney World, which yeah. is odd because it's across the country. Yeah. But, it, I mean... I like it because it's everything is in much shorter walking distance. Okay. I mean, they've got much more Roman floors, so they space things out a more. It's easier to get to, from different rides. In I, I agree. Now, I have been to both parks twice, so I think I, I, I formed a good enough opinion of them both. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you, though. It's it's much easier to get around. Mm. Uh, that one's still got the Tiki Room. Yeah, the original, uh, the, the original Tiki Room. And I wouldn't imagine they've changed a whole lot of their stuff. No, I mean, um, they've added in an Indiana Jones ride, which okay. is exclusive to Disneyland. Okay, that's it's cool. Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Very fun. Okay, Very fun. and no aliens or the beef. Nope, no aliens or the beef.
Um, their Pirates of the Caribbean is actually a little bit different. Really? I actually like it a little bit more because you start off, you go down the, uh, yeah, the water you, slide. Yeah. And then you see, like, you know, the under underwater cave with all the treasure. Yeah. And you go down a little, another little uh, hall. Uh, a little, water, another little drop. Hall. Yeah. And then you have the pirates attacking the, the town. Okay. In uh, Disney Land, um, Disney World, you actually go uh, through the through the caves first, then down the waterfall, and then and you kind of like go up as you're going along. Oh, okay. And at in Disneyland, there's actually a big up right at the end. So All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what's the ride? Uh, I can't think of the name of it that'll life me right now. Essentially, it's the Song of the South ride. That's Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Okay. That's at both, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand it. Well, it's just those stories. Yeah, those, those stories. Those stories. And the fact that it's got like a 40 to 50 foot drop at the end. Yeah, oh, and that, again, I don't mind that. Now, I know Splash Mountain's another one of those. Okay, here comes the picture. Flash your boobs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> but you know what Disneyland has? What? The Matterhorn. Yes, it does. Yeah, I. Love me the Matterhorn. I do enjoy the Matterhorn. wasn't too bad, was it? Because it's it's yeah, it is a roller coaster, but it's a very um, it's almost like a more elementary, like a junior roller coaster. Yeah, it's slowed down a little bit so you can see all the cool, crazy, you know, abominable snowman shit that you know, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, worst on my list, I'm gonna go with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Only because I've already mentioned Small World. You can only mention it so many times. Um, actually, I think Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is gone. You know what? I wouldn't be shocked if it was. Yeah. You know, and obviously, the Dumbo Ride. It's nice still there. Yeah, well, of course it is. That, that's like the junior park. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, my problem was when I went, the first time I was 14... Okay. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Sorry, I was fifteen the first time I went. Just trying to like get my years straight here. Okay. And I was just like, okay, am I too old for this? You know. Then yes. I got on Star Tours, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm no, not, no, I no. love this. I love this. I just waited two hours. <laughs> now, actually, I think that's probably what the way it is now with the new, with the. Re- Oh, I'm furnished. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And this is before the speedy pass, the jump the line passes, yeah. and all that stuff. This was. Standing and waiting in line. I know my mom loves me because she stood in line while my sister and I farted around for two hours till we uh, got she in. She did care for you. Yes, she did. Uh, and I love that. That's one of the first baseball hats I, I can remember purchasing with my own money. Nice. The Star Tours hat, which you know lost the ages at this point, but whatever. Well, you lost in the boxes, you mean? <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. Long, long ago. Um, I'm not a big fan of Autopia. Is that the car? Yeah. Yeah. Because you like, all right, I'm going to put my foot down. I'm going five miles an hour. I can walk faster than this. Exactly. It's go-karts. And and you you can't, like, you bump into the person in front of you that's going slower than you, and you can't get around them because you're on this rail. Oh, my. Yeah. Good times. Good times. I have not been to California Adventure. I I really know nothing about it. I'm, I, I've been there a couple times. It's it's not great. Um, there were some. I mean, that's where Soren is yeah. out there, and so I went on that a few times. Um, but there are a lot more roller coasters out there, so you might enjoy it. Okay, I I'm not a big fan. All right, well that's that's fair enough. Yeah. And I mean, the thing with like the Anaheim parks is you got the three parks. Then you got Disneyland, 
you got uh, California Adventure, and then you just go a little further down the road and get Universal, which obviously oh, is yeah. a Disney theme park and not part of the well, conversation. But that's in Anaheim. That's in the Hollywood. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's actually is about thirty minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're coming up with cars. Oh, what do you mean? That's going to be in the uh, like right next to California Adventure, the Cars Land. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh God. But, I mean, my godson loves them, so I can't really begrudge them that much. And they are a merchandising machine. Yes, they are. But again, buses, public transportation. Why do you exist? I don't know. Why do you have steering wheels inside of you? Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Ugh. <laughs> Why do you have doors for that matter? Or seats? Yeah. Seriously, did, you live in a you live in a world where humans don't exist, did, or you've killed them all. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. I really took this to a dark place. Yeah. <laughs> no, there, it's a world of laughter, <laughs> a world of tears. It's a world of Stephen King here. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Um, now there's a yester yesterland. Yeah, I, I just called it that because it's kind of rise that are um, dead and gone. Yeah, no, again, a lot of this we've been talking about throughout the show because I was completely unaware these these rides were gone. Yeah. Like 200,000 leagues under the sea. 20,000 leagues. 20,000. Have the extra zero, you screw up everything. 20,000 yeah. leagues under the sea. I can't believe that's gone. Yeah, well, it's been rejiggered. For Nemo. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, at least they still got Nemo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's still no Incredibles ride, is there? No, no. God Incredibles. damn it, that movie gets no credit. I know. Um, Except, unless you vote for it, because it does qualify for our top 20 yes, superhero does. movies of all time. Coming up, uh, again, votes in by September uh, by September 7th. This show brought to you by Geek August Valley. 7th. August 7th. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Oh, yeah. Um, um, let me see. Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Uh, is that gone? It's been changed. In, out in Disneyland only. Disney World, it's still a Swiss Family Robinson. Yep. Disneyland, it's Tarzan's treehouse. You know what? I, the second you brought that up, I'm like, what the hell could they have? Oh, yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. And so, you know, instead of having... You know that? Yeah. No, it's... need this i want to hear the, the record player <laughs> any others that you miss the skyway the skyway yeah oh but, is that like the uh yeah. the monorail yeah but you know you know it's on the car that's dangling from the cable is yeah okay tomorrowland to fancy it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a ski lift yeah exactly oh okay it's glad oh that's sad because at some point my feet get very tired yeah exactly oh, that's kind of stupid and marilyn brought up extraterrestrial alien encounter yep too scary, apparently. Yeah, I kind of wish I'd seen it because I've never, I didn't get it down there in time. These kids need to nut up. Yeah, and ones I don't mind are gone. Um, Davy Crockett's canoes. Okay. If I go to a ride, I don't want to have to, you know, canoe around. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And honey, I shrunk the audience. That's gone. That's gone. What did they turn it into something or? I think they replaced it with um, EO Captain EO. Yeah. 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 
Well, I think this has been an illuminating uh, journey to Florida and California. I am, I am, I really am though. I'm sincerely dying to go. Yeah, I really want to go. How, how many more years are you going to give? Uh, I, I want. I really think seven is is a more appropriate age. You might want to cut it to six though, just to, just it's, to get. It's some. tough. It's I tough. I mean, seven means I can start saving now. Yeah, that's true. That's true, and you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, okay. When are you going next? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm Honestly, I wouldn't mind just going down by myself. Yeah. Just, just being able to go around and do whatever I want, you know. Yeah, well. It's, sometimes it's fun. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got my big 40 coming up pretty soon, so maybe I could try to, uh, sn- you know, canoodle my mother into, uh, Mom, please, I want to go on boarding. <laughs> See what she does. Here's some money. Go, please. You're pathetic. Get out of here. However, you know that she'd have to pay off Mickey Mouse's sing to you. Oh God, no. That that would be something that my wife would do. Cool. I'll have to. I'll have to give her money for it. <laughs> exactly. Slip Mickey a twenty. <laughs> she shall you a Mickey. <laughs> Why did you roofie these drinks? <laughs> this breakfast's not very good anyway. Oh, God, so... Just smile through to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> All right, we, we need to move on yeah, because we're going on. into a completely dark area. Uh, let's just move on to our segments. Uh, we're going to start off first with... Stupid! Stupid! Uh, with the trailer for the movie Battleship. Yeah. Got an unknown surface contact. Rich, T.O., I've got nothing on the scope. Let's get a team in a rip to investigate this thing. Over! You're on it! Copy, sir. This is the Milton Bradley game, the way that you remember it. Yeah. With aliens. <laughs> I mean, well, never mind they're making a not really a not really a very you know, movie centric board game into a movie. Right, exactly. Then they're putting in aliens and boy that we Well it's it, it's seriously I mean that that's a Michael Bay thing to do. That really is. That's a uh, you know what? Two two gigantic metal behemoth ships firing on each other? That's not interesting at all. No. You know what would be interesting? Face huggers. Of course. <laughs> I know. Sure. Oh, uh, God. Oh, God. It, seriously. And Liam Neeson. Really? I mean, I... The death of his wife must have really taken him hard because he's, he really is just in it for them. I mean, this is... He, he's pretty much taking any part... I mean... He, he's in, what, like three, four movies this year? Something like that. I mean, you got the Clash of the Titans movies. You've got the A-Team, yeah. which was not very good, in my opinion. I See, I didn't mind it. I actually fell asleep. Really? I was, and I, 
I have gotten better. I is like I was gonna say I never fall asleep in movies. I used to fall asleep in movies all the time just because I didn't sleep enough. I got some chuckles out of it. Yeah, I, it just wasn't. It wasn't exciting. I was entertained. That okay. was all. I, all right. That was all I wanted. Um, I mean, the, the best thing I've seen Liam Neeson in recently is Taken. Yeah. Because he is freaking Billy badass <laughs> in that movie. But this is just like okay, he's he's essentially the guy just shouting Maverick. <laughs> And uh, what's his name? Taylor Kitsch. Oh, I don't know. From Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And uh, he was also Gambit in X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, him? Okay, yeah, now him. I know who he is. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Forget about him now. Yeah, okay. Sorry, buddy. You're not getting to another movie. Yeah, sorry. So, anyway, if you haven't checked it out, I actually did post this trailer on um, our Facebook, our Geek Salad Facebook page. Mm. Check it out for all. I defy you to defend it. Yeah, I really do, and because I, I, right now no one has defended it, and I guarantee you, any defenses I have are going to be like, "Hey, don't put down our military." I'm I not. I'm not because our military doesn't fight aliens. <laughs> At least not that we know Next. about. Mm, you're right. You're right. Okay, bring me proof, and maybe I will. I will change my my tune. Oh, it all has to do with the Trilateral Commission. <laughs> yeah. God. Sorry. All right. Yeah, let's move on to Trailer Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got actually two to talk about, yeah. both of which we saw in front of Captain America. Yeah. Uh, let's start first with the, amaz- the, the gritty reboot yeah. of The Amazing Spider-Man. You're going to stay with your aunt and uncle for a little while. You'll be safe here. Where are you going? Something your mom and I have to do. I want to go with you. Yeah, you have to go. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Parker. Not much to tell, really. Peter lives with his aunt and uncle. I forgot all about that thing. It was your dad's. What are you doing here? I'm nothing. Do not get me in trouble. Don't touch anything. All right, Mike, you want to start? Because I'm so filled with hate right now, it's not even funny. I see... We're we're in kind of a rough rough position with this because we can't really make fun of Andrew Garfield anymore. Did you see his impassioned speech at Comic Con? I didn't actually see it. Stanley says that the reason why Spidey is so popular is because all of us can relate to him, and I agree. I needed Spidey in my life when I was a kid, and he gave me hope. In every comic I read, he was living out mine, and every skinny boy's fantasy. <laughs> of being stronger, of being free of the body I was born into, and that swinging sensation of flight. And upon receiving his power, unlike most who, who become corrupted, he used it for good. And I think we all wish that we had the courage to, to stick up for ourselves more, to, to stick up for a loved one more, or even a stranger you see being mistreated. And Peter Parker has inspired me to feel stronger. He made me, Andrew, braver. He reassured me that by doing the right thing, it, it's worth it. It's worth the struggle. It's worth the pain. It's worth even the tears, the bruises, and the blood. 
he, I mean, he really went all out. I really felt good for him. Because okay. He, he, basically saying that he was living his dream being able to play Peter Parker. Well, that's, you know, good for him. I And I'm, I really want to give this movie the benefit of the doubt. If X-Men First Class taught me anything, it's don't jump, you know, don't just trigger yourself to hating the, the original idea. Of course, then re- then Risey Fonz got in, got arrested <laughs> for like being drunk at the at the panel. And really, fighting. he got like, drunk. Get out of here! And he, I guess he, he was like fighting with some of the security guards. Ugh. Yeah, here's here are my issues right now, and this is really what I'm gathering. Well, first of all, the the re the redesign that they're pretty much doing for Peter Parker the character. Yeah, um, Peter Parker is now he first of all he's got uh, unresolved daddy issues. Oh yes, always they, my they brought back in the daddy issues. I mean, yeah, his parents were in like one issue of the comic book, and boom, there they are, front and center in the movie, front and center at uh, uh, the beginning of the trail with Campbell Scott playing his dad. Yep. Um, I mean, th- really, you have to almost remind yourself he had parents. You know, he which he never knew because he was a baby. Yeah. You know, and Aunt May essentially his parents were May and Ben. Yeah. And to give him. Those unresolved issues really do a disservice to um, to the, the, his caretakers, the people that have actually raised him like their own. Right. Um, you got that. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker isn't so much of a science nerd now that he's just a brooding loner. Apparently he draws more than he does science. and He looks really emo. He's got this hood up all the time. Yeah, exactly. With his hair and his, just the, the front of his face is barely poking out. Yeah. Um, oh, what they, else? They, they did the emo thing in Spider-Man 3. It didn't work out. The, um, the pain that he's going through in his transformation to Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, apparently he can commune with flies now or something like that, he too. He catches and, a fly and, like, he's about to eat it before Aunt May catches yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, this entire thing really smacks of an Ultimates reboot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you've got the traditional universe. You know, the, the the Marvel Universe. Then you've got the Marvel Ultimate Universe. Yeah. And they've decided now to go with Ultimate Spider-Man. You know, they got rid of the um, organic web web shooters, which I thought was the most sensible part of the original Spider-Man exactly, movies. Exactly, exactly. We, we actually brought this up before we found out about it. Oh, you know, that's what all those other three movies were missing. Web shooters. I remember that there was, um, at the very, when Spider-Man 1 first came out, there was an awful lot of bitching just from yeah. the the hardcores. Yeah. He needs the web shooters. He needs the web shooters. He needs the web shooters. No, the web shooters are kind of a goofy idea, and it's not something that actually makes sense when you're looking at it on a live person. It was kind of goofy back in the '60s too. It was kind of goofy in the '60s, but you know, you could buy it more um, with Steve Ditko's art and everything like yeah. that. Ver- you know, I, I much prefer that it just kind of came out of his wrist. Yeah, it makes more sense. It does. Oh god! Uh, um, and Gwen, you know what? I will say that Gwen Stacy looks spot on Emma Stone. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but you're also getting a lot of stunt casting with a lot of the peripheral characters. Yeah. It's um, Martin Sheen and Sally Field are playing Ben and May. Martin Sheen got no problem with yeah. Sally Field. Don't really care for her. No, no, and I think she's too young. Yeah, honestly, for the role. Because again, it's the. Aunt May needs to be so frail and just Peter can't tell her yeah. his, his you know his secrets. Uh, Dennis Leary is playing um, Gwen Stacy's father. Captain Stacy. Captain Stacy, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we still haven't seen the lizard yet. 
No, which we, will we've be, seen that sh- quick shot of Reese Fines as 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 Dr. Connor. Connor. Yeah, yeah but now yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, and the suits, yeah, the suits okay, I guess. It's it's a lot like we just got a glimpse today of the the Superman Man of Steel suit. Um, it looks it, similar to that kind of. It's like, hard. It, it is hard to fuck up those suits. Yeah, it looks like a basketball. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, exactly. It, it, the texture of it looks like a basketball. And yeah. they've closed down the eyes quite a bit. Mm. So they're a lot smaller. So they look kind of closer to what Steve Ditko did in in the 60s. Right. Um, so I'm reserving judgment. We'll obviously go see this one. Yeah. But it's it just really is unfair because Marvel has done a fantastic job lately. This, I'm really hoping... Is a lot better than it looks. Yeah, I know. I know it's a, a pipe dream right now, but I kind of want for the um, the rights to Spider Man to go back to Marvel. Yeah, but you know that Sony's not going to give oh, that no. cash cow. No, 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 no. They are not. No. Um. Let's move on to the other trailer we saw, Sherlock Holmes Two. Please sit. Put your money on the table. Welcome. Cards can illuminate your future. I have a feeling you're in danger. Actually, I prefer to read your fortune. I see your next client is here to kill you. Oh, how I've missed you, Holmes. Your web of conspiracy has expanded. I'm knee deep in this single most important case of my career. The clues point in one direction. Professor James Moriarty. Are you sure you want to play this game? I'm afraid you would lose. I agree it's not my best disguise, but I have to make do. Okay, now this one, I I loved the first Sherlock Holmes yeah. movie. I really loved the first Sherlock Holmes movie. I'm kind of ambivalent on the trailer. It looks kind of fun. It looks fun. But I'm not getting that Holmes-Watson vibe off of it yet. Yeah, I mean, well, they're not really giving us well. It, this one is mainly just kind of... I, honestly, I think that this trailer was made more for the people that didn't watch the first one. Or didn't like the first one. Yeah. Because it is more of an action movie trailer. It's yeah. not that suspenseful. They there is no mention of the mystery at all. No, but they, realistically, I mean, if you go back and think about it, in the in the first uh, trailers, they didn't really show much of the mystery. No, either. And there are some quick shots of Moriarty. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Fine. We'll we'll see how that works out. As long as it's not Moriarty did it, <laughs> because we already know. Yeah. Yes. But they did. You know what they did pull back on though, and this was kind of weird because you think that they would have, because for the fans to get acclimated to the way that they did the uh, the slow mo and the ramping mm-hmm. from the first movie. It, the first trailer I saw for Sherlock Holmes, I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, they're not doing this, are they?" Is Zack Snyder directing this? What the hell? Oh yeah, with all the slow motion there. Yeah, exactly. And they they actually took it as a device yeah. and made it make sense that that's how it, everything works out in, in Holmes's I mind. Really, I really hope they keep it. I hope they keep it too. Nowhere to be seen in the second no, trailer. No, it's gone. So, it, so, um, but we do see Robert Downey, Robert Downey in the dress. 
always fun. Yeah. And he's always good. And Jude Law is, is, is the perfect Watson. Yes. yes. So we'll, we'll see. I really am looking forward to this. Uh, Guy Pierce is directing this one. Not Guy Pierce. Oh, shit. What's his Guy name? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Guy Ritchie's directing this one, too. So I, I really get think I'm going to get the feel that they're going to stick with what works. Yeah. So. Knock on wood. Yeah. Oof. So anyway, let's move on to our salad shills. Mike, go ahead. You actually have something to shill before we have our group shill. Yes. Just a quick mention for the new Thundercat series. I heard nothing but good things about this, by the way. Extremely good. It's so well done. Voice acting is spot on. Um, you get to, you get to hear the original voice of Lionel from the '80s cartoon. He was the voice of uh, King Claudius. Okay. So Lionel's father, and uh, I guess uh, Tigra's stepfather or adopted father. Really? So they're like kind of um, half brothers. Okay. Or something like that. Um, yet Chitara looking hot as ever. Of course. Well, she'll. You know, it's good to see that another generation of, of adolescent boys are going to be ushered into manhood. Yeah. With Chitara again. But I mean, this one. I mean, I was never a big fan of the original Thundercast because neither was I. Very shallow storylines. Characters were crappy animation and snarf. Yeah. Snarf was actually very cool in this. Really? They, they t- he's not talking. Okay. He's just a cute little fuzzball. He has a few funny, funny moments. Okay. But that's, I mean, if they ever were, like, say, to redo a cartoon of Masters of the Universe, like, making Orko badass. Yeah. Because that... Uh, I, I think, actually, I think Rob Bricken from, um, from Top of the Show put it best when he said, this is exactly how you do a remake. Yeah. It is the best, I guess it's considered the best remake of an 80s cartoon they've done yet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay, well that's cool. I mean, there's countless Transformers reboots now. Yeah. G.I. Joe, I guess, sucks. And, no, no, actually, the cartoon I didn't mind. Okay. Well, the movie's... Yeah. Dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Dreadful. Anyway, um, let, we both have some stuff to show. This yeah. is more kind of our summertime thing where we review a couple of... Uh, Summer movies that we, we've both seen. Uh, let's get started with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I thought that this is probably one of the best ways to end a, end a series like this. I don't think there was any better way you no. could have ended it. It quite honestly could be my favorite of the Harry Potters now. Yeah. Um, and I am, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I really have always adored Azkaban and Order of the Phoenix. I love this movie. Yeah. The big thing that they did with this movie is that all the naysayers on the first one that said it was slow moving, it's like, uh, it's your it's your Fellowship of the Ring. That's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you within five minutes of the um, the opening titles crawl, mm-hmm. you are in the action. Yeah, and the action doesn't stop at all. No, for two hours and twenty minutes. It it's a brilliant movie. I just. Honestly, I only had two minor nitpicks to with it. Yo, go ahead. Uh, one, they mention um, Lupin and Tonks' son extremely briefly. I mean, they just kind of throw out the reference, like, yep. "What? What? Where the hell did you happen?" You know, here's the thing, though. In, in the um, in the first Deathly Hallows, uh, Tonks has an announcement, but they don't let her get to it. Right. And then they must have cut the scene where they actually make the announcement or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. Uh, the only other nitpick I had was the epilogue. Okay, this is this is tough for me to nitpick only because it was in the book. No, you see, I'm not nitpicking the the epilogue itself. Yep. I'm nitpicking the makeup. 
Okay. Uh, it they did not look like they were 19 years older. <laughs> or 13 years or 15 years. Uh, actually, it was, it was like 20. I think it was supposed to be like 20 years. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't look old. They, all right. they I mean, looked. They all looked like they should have been like our age. Yeah, late thirties. They looked older. Mid to late thirties. Yep. They did not look like they would have had three kids. Yeah. No. I mean, they did make Ginny look more like Laura Linney than she already does. Yeah. Um, and I do like that they kind of pulled back on Draco's hair a little bit. Oh yeah, Draco actually looked good older, but yeah. With Daniel Radcliffe, all if, as far as I can tell, all he did was give him a little bit of stubble. Yeah. Well, they actually reshot that because they hated the original makeup tests. Because they made them look ancient. See, they, they went too far one way and then they went too far the other way. They, yeah. they need to find the medium. All right. Anyway. Um, I just loved, well, I loved everything about this movie. Uh, the Snape scene. Oh, not a dry eye in the house. You know what? For, when they showed Snape's backstory for seven movies, you've been hating Snape. Yep. Wow. They yeah. they made Snape into such an intensely sympathetic character. You your heart went out to him. Yeah. Oh man. Most beautiful scene. I mean, it. I think it, yeah, it is the most beautiful scene in eight movies. Yeah, easily. Uh, oh yeah, and. Wow. Well, the Battle at Hogwarts was fantastic. The break-in at Gringotts was awesome. Oh, wow. They they just action up the wazoo. Yeah, exactly. And it more than made up for the, you know, the the non-action in the first movie. You know, there was some decent action in that first movie. Yeah. Uh, Plus, you get that awesome animated segment, too. Yeah. Yeah, these movies really fit together, though. Yeah. One complemented the other. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm sad to see it go, but I, I, I couldn't think of a better way to say goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. So, moving on. Opening night, we went. Midnight show with yeah. work in the morning, I might add. Yes, yeah, 8, in the, eight o'clock in the morning, so we got a whole <sighs> three, four hour sleep sometime. Oh, uh, I think I got... Three hours of sleep, maybe? I think I might have gotten Because by the time I got home... Uh, by the way, we were talking about Captain America. Yes. The first Avenger. Um, when we... when I Alright. I got home around... Was it 3 o'clock by the time we got home? Yeah, I think I got right. home around like uh, 3.50 Right, because so. I drove us there, came back, you had your car at my house, you drove home. So, yeah. And I, it's not like I can go right to sleep. It's like, okay, 3 o'clock, I'm down. No, right. you know... You gotta get ready, bathroom, brush teeth, all that fun stuff, and then yeah. lay there. Yep. And what I had stuck in my head was one of the best movies of the summer. I agree. The more I think about this movie, now when we walked out of the theater, I was like, "Okay, this has been an excellent year for Marvel," because I can honestly say that Captain America, Thor, and X Men: First Class are so equal to each other in their greatness. Yeah. But as I start to think about it, Captain America is, and this is not discounting anything from Thor, X-Men First Class, was the best movie perhaps of the summer. I actually got to see it twice because I took my my stepbrother to see it. Oh, what did he think? He loved it. Awesome. He said it was incredible. But Um, such a great movie. I mean, perfect spot on casting. Yes. I want to bring up something. And, you know, we were talking about this that, the, the Chris Evans thing. Yeah. When we were writing the movie, our biggest fear has always been the casting of Chris Evans because we're used to seeing him as, you know, uh, Johnny Storm. 
Yeah, we were used to seeing him as Ron, Ryan Reynolds. Right, exactly. And that's what we were worried about, especially after Green Lantern. Yeah. My fears were amplified that, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And I couldn't figure out why I liked him so much until I read the review, which is on Top of Robot. It got posted today. <laughs> um, and Rob Brickin put it perfectly. The reason why he is so good is because they delved into skinny Steve Rogers. Yeah. And they actually made him the character and the focal point. The first act is Skinny Steve. Yeah. And that he wants to serve. He can't, but he wants to so badly he will do anything. Lie to the government. Yeah. You know, get injected with weird drugs. Run, you know, lay on a grenade. And, I mean, I, lo- I love it when, he, when, um, when Dr. Erskine played brilliantly oh, by Stanley Tucci. Tucci. yeah. Ask him, you know, if he wants to go over there and fight Nazis. And kill Nazis. Yeah, kill Nazis. I, I don't want to kill anybody. I just don't, I don't, can't stand bullies. Yeah. I, that, that is the perfect way to define Steve Rogers. Exactly. And they did such a good job with that. I mean, the, it didn't hurt the special effects, the, the actual compositing Chris Evans' face on that skinny kid's body. That was awesome. Yeah. And it, if, it, that, if that had failed, the entire movie's gone. They went a long way from that first trailer. Oh, yeah. First trailer did not look great. This yeah. one, oh, they did it perfectly. And it wow. was so good. So by the time they finally turn him into Captain America, he's still Steve Rogers, the skinny kid with the heart of gold. Yeah. And that's the character that inhabits the movie. Right. Which is just, it It really was based on the characterization. It really was. Um I love the stuff that they did, though. Joe Johnson is excellent with with moving stuff. With period pieces? The period piece, especially because he did The Rocketeer. Yeah. Um, I I think every single um, good review I read compared this one to The Rocketeer. Well, they mentioned The Rocketeer because he directed that, and they're like, well, he's the perfect fit for it. Kind of like Branagh was the perfect fit for for Thor. Right. Um, But... Yeah, it's the the USO stuff was great with the Star Spangled Man. Oh yeah, done, uh, done by Alan Menken. Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. Alan Menken wrote that. Alan Silvestri. This is probably the best score he has ever done. Yeah. Um, it it's just it, it's great because it's it's a great period piece. It's got a lot of great action. Uh, Hugo Weaving yeah. as the Red Skull, suitably evil. Oh fantastically evil. Yeah. And, you know, even Arnim Zola, who was played by Toby Jones, and he's not like the comic book Arnim Zola, which is like the, you know, the guy with the, his, his face in his chest. Oh, they, 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 did, they did make a nice reference to that when you first see him. He's yeah. His face. Um, it magnified. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Tommy Lee Jones steals every scene he's in. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. He is so good. And he's just being Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. But he's being Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black. Yeah. Um, he's so good in that. His interactions with with Steve. Yeah. Um, with uh, oh god, what's her name? Hell Peggy? yeah, hell yeah. Well, Peggy oh, Carter. Hallie. Peggy Carter. He, he was great with her. Even the scene he has where he's interrogating uh, Arnim Zola. Yeah. Is fantastic stuff. And at the close to the end, after um, Steve kisses Peggy, and then he he looks down at uh, at Diamond Lee Jones. He's like, I'm not "What do you want, Chip? You. I'm not gonna kiss you." <laughs> Um, Haley Atwell I is, thought was brilliant she was fantastic and this is something I this is almost one of the first points I brought up um, when I was describing Captain America to people Marvel has done the best job of not um, 
pushing and making the, 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 the female leads to be peripheral characters or damsels in distress. Absolutely. They did a fantastic job with it. I mean, realistically, in um, in Iron Man, mm-hmm. Pepper Potts has never been in danger. I mean, there have been those times where she was kind of in the line of fire, mm-hmm. but she was never actually like being held hostage. No. Um, Jane Foster. Yeah. Uh, up until she turns into a giggly idiot when he ter- actually turns into Thor... She's pr- and it was just like the three seconds, and then she's perfectly it was straight still up. A fun scene though. Excellent female character. Yeah. Very strong willed. Very intelligent. Stands on her own. Yeah. Uh, Peggy Carter is the exact same thing. That's yeah. three. They've yeah. done an awesome job. Versus what's her name in uh, Green Lantern? Um, Blake. A uh, Blake Lively. Yeah. Where she is automatically held hostage. <laughs> Three or four times. Three or four times by the villain. Yeah. Um, So so unmemorable that I actually thought she was another character halfway through the movie. (laughs) I think probably one of the things I like best about Peggy Carter is that... When when they're building their the relationship between her and Steve, yep. it starts when he's skinny Steve. Yes, exactly. You can you know they've got those moments where they meet their eyes, and it just builds up. It, just, it builds and, and it, builds and builds. It doesn't really change when he becomes Captain America, right? And um, and the end scene where, where they're talking over the radio. Oh, they're talking over the radio, and we're not gonna. I'm not really gonna get into it, but it will break your heart. Yeah, it's. And plus the music, the score at that point is yeah. Just, it's oh. it's just such a good movie. It really encapsulated the era. It really it was fun. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing about these Marvel movies this summer. Mm-hmm. They've all been fun. Yes. Um, and I've been hearing a lot of you know, especially after Captain America came out, that are we are we sick of superhero movies? Is there's this fatigue of superhero movies? If that's so, why are they so good? And why are they constantly getting some of the best reviews of the summer? The only thing I think that's been better reviewed than than the three Marvel movies has been Harry Potter. Yeah. But and, other than that... And we're definitely not sick of uh, superhero movies after seeing the uh, posting or oh God. post-trailer sequence. Yeah. We're not giving anything away because it's been spoiled online already. Your 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 post credit. You sat through the entire thing. You should know better by now. Wait till the end of the credits. Stinger. Um, they start with with Steve working out in the gym, talking with um to Nick, Fury. Nick Fury, and I have an assignment for you. And then they cut to the first teaser of the Avengers. Oh, my. I think I nearly lactated. It was that good. <laughs> Oh, I yeah, I got shivers. I really did. Do you remember when we when we saw that though? And it's like they just showed everything, and I'm like, yes. He he was applauding before the end of the trailer. Oh, I was so happy because you got the first glimpses of Hawkeye. You got the first interaction between Tony Stark and Thor. <laughs> and for the first time since this entire thing started, you know, pretty much four years ago now, yeah, it's really happening. The Avengers... The Avengers is really happening. This isn't something that they're just like, yeah, I know we'll do it at some point. Gentlemen, you're up. I mean, swing. Is, I mean, th- this is a first in movie history. There's never been a movie made by combining other movies before. Right. Exactly. And they've done it so well that... Oh, oh man... I, I want to see it now. Ten months, Mike. We can wait. Oh, I can't. Yeah, so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break into Hollywood. Please, excuse me. <laughs> oh, we're going to get plenty plenty spoilers in the next ten months yes. anyway. God yeah. knows. God damn you, internet. Um, 
So that really concludes the yeah. show. Thank you, everybody, for uh, contributing to it one last time. And now, because especially now we have Captain America on the brain. I, I, That's I, on my list. It's always been on my list. I so. know it was always on your list. I, I just would like to... Uh, X-Men First Class taught me a very important lesson not to judge. Okay. All right, so... I judged. Well, you judge. And you judge wisely, by the way. <laughs> um... All right, we've said it enough times. It is finally happening, and it is happening on Tuesday, August 12th. Yeah. Yeah, Tuesday, August 12th, we are recording episode 50, which is not only our 50th anniversary, our 50th episode, it is also our three-year anniversary yep. as Geek Salad. And we are going to have at least one guest. At least one guest that has been confirmed. That could change. A card is subject to change at any time. Yeah. Um... We are going to... I mean, we're, we're probably going to reminisce a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm but sure we will. for this episode, it's really going to be all about the superhero movies. Yeah. Here's what we want you to do one last time. We want you to send us at geeksalad at yahoo.com, the Geek Salad Facebook page, uh, Geek Salad Radio at Twitter. Oh, boy. Our personal emails, our Facebook pages, because we'll be bugging the shit out of you on this. Yes, we will. We want... 10 to 15 choices that you have for your favorite superhero themed movie. And by and again, by superheroes, I mean anything based on a comic book or comic strip. That means Dick Tracy and Popeye and Flash Gordon qualify for this. I but do want to throw that out. The Phantom vote, also counts on that as well. But don't vote for um, the Phantom, uh, Popeye, or... <laughs> or Dick Tracy. Or, no, no, you can vote for Dick Tracy. All right. Um, but also, yeah. we're all we're including stuff like that are superhero themed as well. So uh, the Incredibles, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which is based on a comic book. Yes. Um, you can be cute and try to throw Ghost World in there, or a History of Violence, or Road to Perdition, or some kind of graphic novel that was turned into a movie. Feel free to throw three hundred in there if you really, really want to. We'll just take them out. We're really, I mean, this is this is really about all the capes and types, yeah. tights. Okay, so ten to fifteen. You can even do twenty if you want. Um, get them to us asap. We want to have them in no later than. Um, August 7th, Sunday, August 7th. Maybe Monday. Maybe Monday. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Monday, August 8th. Yeah. Get your get your results in because we got to start tabulating. we got to start finding uh, audio clips and all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to tabulate them based on most popular, as we always do, most popular are up on top. Ties are up to me and Mike to break. Yeah. All right? So if you guys have any questions, you know where to reach us, geeksalad at yahoo.com. Thank you for everybody who has already submitted. Mm-hmm. Quite um, a few of you. Yes, thank you. But we will be bugging the shit out of everybody else for the next five days on this one. Yep. So um, fantastic. I'm looking forward to this. Two, two shows in a week, too, which is I know, it's kind of amazing. First for us. It's, two, it's, um, it's Thursday night tonight. Mm-hmm. We're going to have one on Tuesday night. Uh, which very well could be a two-parter as well. Yeah. We won't know that until we start recording. Yeah, if it goes too long, we're going to cut it up. Yeah, we're going to cut it up, so why not? Hey. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Andy. And I'm Mike. Go forth and be nerdful. We're going to see you in a few days. Take care.